And the wheel turns, turns and round and round. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Thunderpop Dome. I'm Stephen Presley here for episode 153, sitting next to me virtually, keeping the couch warm with me, the one and only Jazz One. Thank you, bro. Right there from the, the Jazz Dome. The Jazz Cave. The Jazzy Cave. That's right. The Jazz. <laughs> it's like the Bat Cave, but jazzy. It's jazzy, indeed. And we're so glad to have <laughs> so glad to have you here. <laughs> and uh, back in the Thunderpop Dome, last show for 2021. <laughs> last show for the year, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun content to talk about because man, we got treated. To some fun content at the last uh last couple months of the year best stretch in in over two years would you agree as far as oh content? yeah man yeah. oh man going straight from like marvel to star wars i'm there bro i mean we go no, no way home which is what i believe was we agreed was the most anticipated movie in in over two years and then we got boba fett the book of boba fett star wars series that's been well over a year since we've had star wars live action New Star Wars, Star Wars live action. Well, last time we had the best uh, Bad Batch. Bad Batch, yeah, for animates, and then now, yeah, we get so we did have that in the in, in between too for Star Wars content, uh, and then getting Hawkeye, original Hawkeye, original Marvel series, right over, right through over, overlapping all the holidays. So just so many things going on. We're going to talk about at least a couple of those, but here's for Jazz One. there real quick jazz we're not of course, yeah. we're not a, we're not a football football telecast first of all rest in peace speaking of football by the way rest in peace to the late great john madden man it was like the other day i just broke out the uh xbox played some madden man mm -hmm. you know not just his coaching not just his work in the booth mm -hmm. but like his name literally became synonymous with football video games yeah you know like People don't say that NFL game, you know, they, mm -hmm. they say Madden, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's Madden. It's all, you know, oh, I'm going play some Madden. Oh and yeah. It became, he became the brand for that game and is stuck for, for decades. Uh, I, three, I said, I said after he, the announcement that he was uh, officially, he had passed away that he gets three hall of fames as far as I'm concerned. And he already has a yellow jacket for coaching. Oh, 100 broadcasting. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't know if he's ever gotten a jacket for it, but Hall of Fame for for games, for video games. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a uh, first ballot Hall of Fame that that Madden game, which I know is probably over the years. You you told me that's been your one of your your top go tos. Yeah, right? like I'm far from a gamer, but yeah, I, I break out the uh, Madden. You know, mm -hmm. usually get it most years. I uh, tried to hold off this year because Drew Brees retired, but I'm like yeah. The advertising worked. <laughs> Always gets you. Always, every time. So I got one more football thing for you. And uh, this is something now we talked about just a little bit before we started the show, bowl games. And you said your team, yeah, we've got a bowl on. We said the fourth. Yeah, uh, LSU is playing Kansas State in the Texas Bowl uh, down in Houston on the fourth. Are you going? Unfortunately, the stars mm -hmm. don't seem to have aligned and yeah. want me to go. So yeah. I'm going to be uh, going down to uh, my LSU watch spot here in Austin. 
That's fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. Well, I'm going to ask you this. Next year, you're going to have a new coach. We already have a new coach now. You hired the guy oh, from yeah. Notre Dame, the, the highly decorated um, with winning winning seasons. He's, he's been really successful, so you've got him next year. If you have a really good year next year, I'm going to make a meme like this for you. <laughs> and the difference is it's going to be – I'm going to – I want you in the meme. You're going to be in the picture of you with <laughs> And it's going to be like an LSU, you're in your LSU gear and you'll be out like a tailgate or whatever. And that's going to be the new coach. And then coach O is the jealous girlfriend. Bro, I love and me some coach O, man. Like he may not be a, uh, not, might not be the best LSU coach ever, but he seems like family. Like I have an uncle that talks like him, yeah. sounds like him. I'm like, yeah, I, I will always love me some coach O like, he may not have been the best football coach ever, you know, but uh, that's my coach. He was for one year and one, like one season, he was the best football coach oh, on, yeah. on the planet for that, that one, that, you know, it's kind of like one moment in time, but he was for that one moment in time for sure. Um, now, and we wish him well, whatever he goes on to do, whether it's coach some more, which I have a feeling he'll, he'll resurface doing some coaching of some kind somewhere. Um, but yeah. Uh, so wishing coach oh well okay so we got a thunder take well to, for the show we got i'm gonna set it up we got a thunder take i'm gonna ask jazz about the hawkeye series and a comment that kevin smith made the other day we're gonna get into uh react on the book of boba fett which we talked about the book <laughs> of boba fett uh premiered yesterday how are you got up pretty early and watched it before you started your work day yeah yeah and, and, and then at lunch and then after work and uh then before recording this <laughs> yeah so we we were we were ready and and i had it was like christmas morning all over again we just but had I christmas think, i think i was more excited about this than christmas since i was a kid <laughs> pretty exciting stuff yeah so the, we're going to react to book of boba fett so be standby for spoilers if you haven't watched book of boba fett yet we're going to spoil it so Come back, go watch it, and then come back. This will be here. You can watch us react to the first episode of Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> and then we'll, if you haven't watched Hawkeye, we're going to be doing a Thunder Take right after the roll of the credits. Uh, so be on standby for spoilers for Hawkeye also. All right, let's do it. I lied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we are, Stephen Presley, Jazz One, One Fifty Three episode Thunder Pop Show. Uh, we're going to talk Boba Fett here in a little bit, but here's a Thunder Take for you. Kevin Smith, the great Kevin Smith, uh, was talking on his show. Uh, about Hawkeye, and he said that I was so fucking moved by a moment in the show. This is a quote um, in the moment in the show, and it really flipped my opinion of Hawkeye. Like as a character, Smith said, he went on to explain that the moment in question was when Kate Bishop, 
Bishop, sorry, played by Haley Steinfeld, tells Clint Jeremy Renner about the moment she saw him fighting in the Battle of New York and how it inspired her specifically about how he was out there fighting off aliens with just a stick and a string. For Smith, it drove home just how significant what Hawkeye does is as a person without superpowers. So my Thunder Take for you, or the question I'm going to ask you in the Thunder Take Jazz, is uh, what's your take on it? Did it change your opinion of Hawkeye overall uh, watching that full season of, of the, uh, the Hawkeye show? Man, I tell you, honestly, I went into it with the uh, least expectations. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's popcorn here. <laughs> no, I went into it with the uh, least expectations, man. You know, of all the Avengers, you know, I have to say yet, the, before the series, I was like, okay. Uh, I Reading the description and everything, I was like, this is probably not going to be my jam. You know, yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier. You know, Sam is from Louisiana in there. LSU is MCU canon. Yeah. I'm there for that. Yeah. You know, Loki, yeah. I'm there for yeah. that. You know. WandaVision, like all these great series. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what if? And then Hawkeye. I'm like, and then I see, okay, it's him with his apprentice understudy. Mm -hmm. you know? I am like, this is, okay, this is not going to be good. And then I watch that first episode and I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> I'm locked in for this. I'm watching this. And uh, yeah, just the, uh, you know, the Easter eggs in it, uh, the acting, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, up front, it was like everything I probably wouldn't like, but dug mm -hmm. it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy Renner, I mean, he's a seasoned actor. Uh, here's one. Massive alien invasion, you say? I better bring at least 20 arrows then. <laughs> oh, man. Here's another one. Uh I used to joke about Hawkeye about having no superpowers. Then I took an arrow to the knee. That's what, that's what you get. Uh, this one may be not appropriate, but here's I did it anyway. Hawkeye. <laughs> Eyes always on the target. Oh my gosh, I didn't I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't make that mean. Oh man, Tester, a friend over on YouTube, saying waving hi. I know it's got to be a uh, crazy time for him right now, as far as ours, because he's over on the other other side of the globe. Um, speaking of globes, we're going to drop one tomorrow for New Year's. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, Hawkeye. You know what? Uh, I kind of get it because when I first saw the photos, the steals uh, months before uh, when they started filming, I was like, uh, "Looks a little kitty." The bright purple outfits. This may be, this is Marvel, like Marvel Jr. Yeah. Uh, you know. Marvel, Marvel kids. Uh, you know, and, and Hawkeye, knowing he's not, he's not super, he's not the most super interesting, not known to be the most super interesting character of the Avengers, but uh, they really tied that into the story too. I liked how they did that. Oh yeah. That, that I mean, that's part like, of it. I know Batman didn't have a lot of like, he didn't have no superpowers, mm -hmm. no. but his superpower was wealth, mm -hmm. you know? But uh, Hawkeye wasn't rich. <laughs> Hawkeye, yeah, no, I think they live in a cabin and they they're kind of yeah three ten three ten a.m. Woo! Yeah, the night owl. Let's start calling you the new superhero. Tester becomes night owl. <laughs> Come into Marvel and Disney Plus next season. Night owl. The night owl. All right. So yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. And but I, you know, 
Kevin Feige, damn it, they hardly ever miss. And they on this again, they did not miss. Uh, what did you think about the surprise at the end with uh, Vin, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, who I've worked with before? Oh, get uh, out. Uh, Kingpin? I, I was an extra with Kingpin in a movie uh, many years ago. I was an extra and worked with the, the great Richard Linkletter. I was an extra in the Newton Boys. A featured, oh, feature, featured extra. You can see me in the movie if it's widescreen. <laughs> that's, the, that's the catch is widescreen but on, on a widescreen version i guarantee you, you see me in a scene with ethan hawk and vincent d'onofrio and me and another gentleman who's an act austin actor at the time and they came in and they grabbed us by the necks pulled us away from these women that we were trying to pick up at this yeah. you know uh ballroom kind of place it was a period you know set jerry you, you see the newton boys it's been a while i yeah. need to like rewatch it Bank robber heist um, set in, you know, it was a hit based on a true story and it was set, you know, a different, I don't know what era, but it's set, you know, in maybe 20s or 30s or 40s, but anyway, 20s or 30s, I think. But yeah, we're, we're dressed in period clothing and me and this other guy, we got our hair fixed up like the style of the period. And we're trying to pick up these two ladies and Vincent D'Onofrio and Ethan Hawk, their characters come in and grab us and yank us away. And we, oh, we do, and we're directed by uh, Linklater, who such has such a sweet, energy about him when you when you when you're with when you're around him i and it's not like i know him but i worked with him a little bit that day and he actually gave us direction like we were the actors too and he said i want you all to do a double take like you look at each other like you're like it was, so we got to do this cool little double take thing oh awesome and probably the most significant thing i ever got like as far as a movie like a big movie um was that featured extra um so yeah it was kind of cool i had good memories of that but i also remember ethan hawk being a, a seeming uh, had a sweet Kind of disposition about himself he was you know he didn't come in he wasn't a jerk he didn't act arrogant he gave a pretty good vibe around me and, and the other uh, an unknown actor that was working with me on that scene and uh and d'onofrio total professional too had good professional vibe about himself man a few years ago i was uh on an episode of uh abc's american crime yeah and uh yeah in the beginning of it like they were uh had a poetry slam scene and they were looking for someone from like spoken word community. Uh, they asked me for videos, photos, all mm -hmm. this. And uh, so I show up down at the uh, Zach Scott Theater. And, um, you know, it's like my thing was uh, supposed to read the last four lines of a piece. And then the host intro somebody else that came up after me and did something that connected to the plot. And we must have done this like all night. And, uh, and, then when it finally come out, like my speaking scene was cut and I'm mm -hmm. just like in one crowd shot. I am like, I got paid like about eight times what the extras got paid. And I'm like, why did I sell them? Like, what did they get for like that much more mm -hmm. authenticity? Like authenticity is a lot mm. cheaper than it used to be. Mm. <laughs> this is so true. So true. Um, but yeah, I liked I like him coming back, and it's been rumored for a while that Kingpin was coming back. Oh so yeah, that, that was that was great to see him. Did you like that? Was it a nice surprise? Were you surprised oh, oh, by yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did you watch any of his stuff on Netflix when he was Kingpin on the Daredevil? Uh, Daredevil didn't just like grab me, you mm -hmm. know. You know, like some series, like some. I guess sometimes you're like you're not in the headspace to receive yeah. something, right? Sure. And it's like you watch a few episodes and like, this is not pulling me in. Yeah. And uh, 
And sometimes you rewatch it later and then all of a sudden it does pull you in. Yeah. But yeah, I may have to go back and give it another chance because I really liked uh, him and uh, the Kingpin in this uh, show. I'm kind of the same way with you on that one. I watched Jessica Jones and really liked Jessica Jones and I liked the Punisher. That was part of that Netflix uh, package of Marvel yeah. shows that they did years, years ago. But um, uh, I liked the cast of Daredevil. I liked, speaking of Charlie Cox, I liked that he showed up in Spider-Man No Way Home. And that was another, that was a oh, story, yeah. story that. Uh, he's a good we, lawyer. <laughs> yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a good lawyer. He's a good lawyer. He brings a lot to the table. Uh, yeah. So he, he was a nice little uh, Easter egg that pops up in No Way Home. And then there's the connecting dot, which everything you see now between Hawkeye and Spider-Man is that we are going to probably get more Daredevil and we're going to get more Kingpin, I would assume. And uh, in some capacity, maybe if it's just showing up in other people's movies and shows, or they do a new series with probably a little bit of both at some point, maybe oh, a new yeah. series, new series and a new, um, and some crossover stuff. But yeah, I I'm, I'm there. I was there with you on Hawkeye. I loved it. Uh, I loved how they tied in the fact that he, the branding, she said, it's a branding problem. <laughs> I love the uh, musical. Uh what was yeah. that? Yes. What was the musical called again? Rogers the musical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was kind of awesome. And at the end, mm -hmm. when they played like the uh, after credit scene of like the whole musical number. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that was changed changed late in the game because they were originally going to do more Kingpin in the end credit, uh, where they were going to show us what happened to him and what wh whatever that was. And then for some reason they decided to pull that and put Rogers the musical in. Maybe they weren't ready to reveal what was, <laughs> what was going on with Kingpin, or maybe they weren't sure yet. Maybe they had a change of, of heart on what they were going to do with Kingpin. But either way, they they slugged. Uh, they gave us more Rogers the musical in place. Oh yeah, I can do this all day. <laughs> I hey, hell, I want I want that musical now. It's a bot book. <laughs> can we get that on? Can we get that on Disney? Yes. Can we get that on Disney Plus? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I know you watched Hamilton when it came out on on streaming last. Was it last year? Oh yeah. I was. I enjoyed the Hamilton on streaming. I wait waited years to see it. I couldn't get those tickets. Same. Not yeah, it was funny. I had heard the soundtrack like multiple multiple times. It was yeah. like my gym music sometimes. And yeah. then like when I finally saw it and I'm like, Oh, that's who was saying this or that's who was uh -huh. singing this. I'm like, yeah. Oh, it, it was like seeing it all anew again. Yeah, it does. When you, if you haven't seen the, the visual uh, with the audio and then you get to see it and finally connect it together, but yeah, I'll take that, put that on, slug that on the streaming app, do that musical and slug it onto the stream. If you haven't finished that uh, musical, finish it and put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> People will, people will eat that up. I'll tell you what they can get now, though, at Hot Topics. At this very moment, they can get a Rogers the Musical t-shirt. They have them. Oh, hell. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a real thing. Um, anyway, I give, I give the Hawkeye a uh, uh, thumbs up. It's not my favorite of the Marvel shows so far yet. I mean, my favorite was Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, and then probably second was one division so far. And then third, uh, the what if man, uh, my, my list would change daily. If I gave you a list today, yeah. it'd be different tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason I put what if third is because it's an animation and I don't, I just never rank animation. I rarely rank animations ahead of live action 
there's probably some exceptions to that rule, but, but I, you know, it's the only reason it goes third and, and, uh, but I loved it. I loved how it was set during Christmas. I love the idea of them finally getting him a, a brighter, more colorful costume to compete with the, the brightness of Captain America's costume and, and some of the other <laughs> char characters. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's a solid show. It was a good solid offering. It wasn't a disappointment at all. And I think it did help boost the Hawkeye brand, uh, both in the story and then off the story as well. Okay, let's get into some damn Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett, Jazz One. And I'm, 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 spoilers, by the way. So be on standby for oh, we're spoilers. spoiling the hell out of this. We're going to spoil the hell out of it. Um, wonderful show. Uh, and I'm, I want to hear your, your takes on it. Uh, this, this show for me is, um, what I needed. It's what I needed it to be on the first episode. Uh, I was very pleased. What, tell me, tell me your, your initial thoughts. Man, I, I tell you, it's like, I've heard some people complain, but I'm like, I think those people complain a lot. But uh, no, it was like I got so many answers that I wanted out of the just out of the out the block, right? Mm -hmm. You know, one, how did uh, we call it? Uh, now, how did Boba Fett ex escape from the Sarlacc, right? Mm -hmm. Like, boom, just right in the first few minutes. You know, you see how he got out, and uh, then. I don't know. There was so much world building. I feel like they had to do, you know, like us being mm -hmm. Star Wars fans, we, we know like Boba Fett history. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people think, Oh, he's just dead, you know, or like when he showed up in, uh, we yeah. call it uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, it was like the people who were surprised when uh, Maul showed up in uh, uh, solo. It's just like, I felt like this one had to give some exposition uh, one, I think for the fans, you know, yeah, you know, you really got to find out some stuff and like, it really set the world. And uh, for the people who aren't like total star Wars, like diehards, mm -hmm. uh, I think it caught them up. Um, part of me was thinking like there was going to be like a baby Yoda, like level, you know, surprise at the end because like mm. what they did last time, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's something big coming in the next episode, but, uh, yeah, I really liked how they said the world, you know, the thing that struck me the most was how little dialogue there was in the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was like minutes where nothing was said or yeah. unless you could speak Tuscan. <laughs> yeah. They didn't give us subtitles with a Tuscan, did they? Yeah. Kept yeah. Looking for subtitles. But like the, uh, we call them the flashbacks. I mean, all those, you know, there was no, I mean, I'm sure the script for that whole episode was like two pages, you know? Yeah. Like there just wasn't a lot of dialogue in it. No. Uh, you know, about a day before this aired, I start. I don't know why I didn't dive more into predicting, trying to make my predictions or things I thought was going to be, I guess it's just been such a busy, crazy uh, yeah. stretch of months. But I, I didn't get into it until a day before I started thinking of what I wanted to see and what I thought we might see. And I was like, damn, they're going to give us some Sarlacc pit PTSD. That's going to be a part of this. I, and I didn't know it would be right there. <laughs> Smack dab. As soon as we always oh, start the show, it's there. But and I also thought we'd get some uh, some vodka tank. Vodka tank, because I'd read I know Boba Fett used that like like uh, Vader. Yeah, or for rehab over the years. Use some of that. 
<laughs> Damn, I would, man, I would love one of those tanks. <laughs> I got my COVID booster yesterday, man. I'm like, if I could just get a Bacta tank right now, I'd be so good. <laughs> That's all you need, right? You could go in and start working on some old stuff. Yeah. Your own Sarlacc <laughs> tank stuff. <laughs> hey, you know what? Everybody's got their own Sarlacc tank. That, I mean, Sarlacc, Sarlacc, not Sarlacc, sorry. Sarlacc pit. Sarlacc pit. Everybody's got their own Sarlacc pit. Man, I hear you, man. Like, uh, I kind of feel the same way about, uh, was it the karate kid? Like, mm -hmm. everybody has their, was it Valley, uh, karate tournament? Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it might not be a karate for you, but you've had that in your youth. Something like that. That was that challenge where you had, like, you know, to overcome it. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody's had their own Sarlacc pit. We don't, I wish we all had our own Bakta tank. That's the only problem. Yeah. Depression was my Sarlacc. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, so much so that uh, as, as soon as that show aired, I mean, it was not even minutes after the show aired that I screenshotted uh, that show and made this meme. Crawling out of 2021, like. <laughs> I had made that meme uh, from from the uh, the book of Boba Fett. Um, yeah, so this show it 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 right away it hits you with that with what the fans it really it's good fan service. It gives yeah. I really hate the word fan service. I'm like yeah, you no, know, like yeah, I get it. You know, like tell me mm -hmm. some stuff I want to know. Set me set up some new stuff. Mm -hmm. We're cool. Um, yeah, I, I thought um, yeah the whole line up with them paying tribute, you know, and, you know, paying off, uh, you know, Boba. I thought that was interesting. Uh -huh. Um, I'm wondering how many of these characters like that, uh, the mayor's, uh, assistant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They came yeah. in, I have a feeling he's going to be back. I have a feeling yeah. the, uh, what's her name? The Twi'lek. Yeah. What's your name? Oh, Oh, the uh, in the in the uh, the casino kind of yeah 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 nightclub. Well, that's Jennifer B. Well, the actress. That's yeah, that, that's who. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, now I was wrong on her because I had this whole thing. You know, Jennifer Beals, fame, uh, famed from Flashdance, fame, um, legendary, and she wow, she she looks amazing. Jennifer Beals, Flashdance. So in Flashdance, if I'm not mistaken, because I've I've seen this one of those movies I've seen on television. It's been on TV over the years. And I would catch it in different parts of the movie, like pits and pieces of it on a Sunday uh, morning. It come on, you'd catch a little five minutes of it here and then five minutes of it there. But what I can gather from 20 years of watching it and, and deconstruct it on television, she's a welder in flash dance by day and a dancer by night. Am I, am I mistaken? Is that what you recall from? Oh yeah. Okay. So I had this whole thing is like, would they dare have her welding some, some metal? <laughs> some of the uh what's the metal uh the mando yeah beskar beskar would she be me would that be a callback to flash dance where she's she's welding some beskar now it looks like that won't fit her characters um oh you know. no man i tell you i i, I i'd holler at a tweet leg man i i found myself like more than attracted like tweelecks yeah I'm like i would holler at a tweet leg they were all right yeah that <laughs> That was, that was a fun little stop, little, little, it's now my new favorite, uh, hangout in the galaxy. Oh yeah. It's much nicer than the, uh, casino, than the, the, uh, cantina from, from new hope much more. 
Oh yeah. Series. And, and uh, yeah, so that's the hangout of the, of the galaxy for me. Um, uh, yeah, but Jennifer Beals, yeah, Jennifer Beals making a, a kind of a, when it was announced ahead of time, she was in the credits and we're, I think we're going to see more of her. You know, that one guy, the mayor's um, assistant, the one that comes and delivers yeah. the the, the message from the mayor, they made him to me particularly kind of in a way annoying uh, for at least the characters that, that he's interacting with on screen to where he's kind of a, a slight bit antagonizing, antagonizing to them. Oh yeah. And I think we feel what, what they're feeling in feeling a slight bit antagonized by him and maybe a little bit amused at the same time as we realize it's only entertainment, but uh, not only entertainment, it's star Wars, damn it, but it's bigger than that. It's greater than that. But, uh, I think that's in pur- on purpose. <laughs> Because I think he's going to get off before the season's over. <laughs> I think we're going to. I think he's going to get growing. He's going to get continuously more and more annoying. And then this is when he gets his head blown off. We're all going to be like, "Yes, yes." What do you think? Yeah. Do you think I'm? Do you think I might be onto something? Could be. Uh, yeah, definitely. He was um, on the cusp of it this episode. I feel like there will be a uh, split between like Finnick Shan and uh, Boba. Like, you know, I thought that. Yes. Something's gonna like a riff. Yeah, like I know, like he he saved her life, gave her yeah. the robot stomach, you know, uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, it just seems like I don't know. There are seven episodes of this show. Yeah, we have watched one. Yeah, it's just like think about like the other you know series that we've had from like say Marvel and uh, Star Wars. You know, it's just like how are they going to pace? You know pace this mm-hmm. i have a feeling there's gonna be some interesting stuff that happens in the uh, next episode yeah yeah you know and I can, you can even see a little bit what you're talking about with in this episode because first of all now their relationship has changed because suddenly boba fett now has been elevated to a higher level of power oh yeah uh and she's become even more of sort of like you know working under him in, in a way and and you can see where her view on things they're not exactly the same as his. You start to see a little bit of that, and they have a different. And she's a very strong-willed person. He's a very strong-willed person. It just seems like in this in this uh, marriage of sorts, there's gonna there's gonna be there could be some issues in the future down the road, uh, because I mean, who is the alpha in that relationship? <laughs> I mean, who is it? Because they, have, they have, you could make an argument for both of them. Oh yeah. Or. I mean, Boba Fett's got the got the uh, longer resume, just by age. I don't know. Uh, it's like there was like lots of years in between, like the Bad Batch uh, when Fennec Shan showed true, up and true. Bad Batch, and uh, you know, basically, I think she was. I can't remember if she was chasing Omega and then helped yeah. Omega. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of wondering if we're going to see, um, you know, Omega show up in this show. Yes. Like, well, are, are we going to see like Cad Bane, you know, live action Cad Bane? Yeah. Something like, like that's going to happen. You know, something like that's going to happen. If I see a live action Cad Bane, I'm calling in for work that day. Because <laughs> you're going to be watching that loop. <laughs> I'm going to be trying to get my brain back in my head. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me one bit, but let's talk about. Because there's a young girl that everybody's been talking about that showed up showed up in one of the recent trailers that we didn't see this week, but she's she's on a speeder bike. Oh yeah, uh, that was the girlfriend from the Water Boy that uh, 
a football okay. documentary about college football in Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was uh, Bobby Boucher's girlfriend. Oh, well, that explains it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe she doesn't look quite like it, but had that same vibe. Yeah, I, was, I could see that. You can see that a lot of people though asking if she's the from the Bad Batch. What's her name? Omega. Is, yeah, Omega. Does that make sense timeline wise? No, no. Like Omega is like blonde, little blonde kid. Well, I mean, she would probably and, be like adult by now. Yeah. Um, so maybe it would be too young to be her. Yeah, too young to be her. Like I've heard there's like a if you notice like in that still like that screenshot, mm -hmm. uh, one of her hands is gone. Uh, uh, like, okay, uh, cool. like got a robot arm. Yeah. And, uh, okay. I've heard some theories. I can't remember it. Like, uh, a, some gray Jedi's name that was tossed out and I can't remember. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how that one turns out. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see more of the show. One more thing I want to tackle on this is that there was a rumor. Well, there's a story that, that Harrison Ford has been popping up to film stuff and in his solo gear that looked like uh de-aging plans for Han Solo. And it would be either for this show or for or the, uh, the, uh, another project. But that's, that's, I don't know if that's just Reddit's being Reddit and it had some, you know, s stuff they made up just for clickbait or if there's a real thing there, but I've heard that it's not, Hey, by now anything is I'll buy anything after what they did with Mark Hamill and, and Luke Skywalker last year. On Mando, I'll believe anything. Like, part of me wonders if, like, flashbacks are going to be, like, a big part of this show, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was just, like, you could really tell, like, Boba, you know, it's got some uh, baggage, you know? Yeah. Like, um, even, like, to the shots they showed on, like, Camino, you know, mm -hmm. like, they showed, it looked like they were, like, low-level um, shots. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, is that from him when he was a kid, just remembering mm. that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, they may go back to even, like, closer to the prequels in some oh, of the yeah. flashbacks. I could see uh, Hans showing up at, in a flashback, you know, like yeah. a DH Han uh, showing yeah. him in a flashback. And totally makes sense because, I mean, there's two; those two are tied together in so many ways. Uh, that yeah. And for years, it was, the, it was billed as that was the rivalry. Was Han Solo Boba Fett? But I want to say it was like nine BBY or um, or I can't remember. No, it's I can't remember what it is. But I want to say it's like five years after uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. I want to say like twenty twenty five years before uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to like think who's alive. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, who could show up? You know, mm -hmm. who would be a surprise? You know. What would make sense in the storytelling? Um, and I can see Harrison Ford being uh, able to talk him into doing it if he read the story. He, he you know, after seeing what yeah, some of this too, but he comes in he, if it's for a, if it's for one scene, a couple of scenes. It's not challenge. You know, it's not a lot of lot of stuff. Come in and do a couple of scenes, and then like you said, and then Robert Rodriguez and John Favreau and those names to get you know like, hey, you saw what we did with Mandalorian first two seasons. Yeah, we'll look uh, yeah, like I thought the, the flashbacks were very reminiscent of uh, El Mariachi. Yeah, it did have his, you know, his little seasoning in there, flavor. Oh, yeah. That, that, and the, just, the Rodriguez stamp. 
Yeah, and like some of the shots, I mean, to me, it's like the Mandalorian. And I would almost say like the Boba Fett series so far, just the mm-hmm. one episode we're in. Kind of feels like Mandalorian 2.5. Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel like the third yeah. season, but yeah. like 2.5 season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, the Mandalorian and I say Boba Fett now. Mm-hmm. I always say uh, Star Wars is kind of a messianic samurai space western. Mm-hmm. But the stuff with uh, Mandalorian Boba Fett definitely yeah. feels like it gets into that space western part. Yeah. And really kind of explores that area. Yeah. And the way of the relationships and how honor is really important. And then being able to get earn respect with different areas and factions of that planet, um, like the Tuscans. That's one segment of another one segment of culture on the planet. And they have their own ruling class and their own way of they, they do things and having to earn their respect. And then, you know, another section of the universe. Um, I got a couple of uh, things from uh, from Tester. He came in. By the way, he made a good point earlier. Loki, be like, were you, <laughs> were you not entertained? And you heard Loki was like totally my jam. Like the whole multi timeline, yeah. and uh, we'll return to multi timelines later. Yeah, yeah, but no, I think uh, I I just had a lapse in judgment. Uh, Loki uh, high on the list too. Loki probably the most one of the most thought provoke thought provoking and philosophical philosophically deep shows in the marvel uh collection so far oh yeah and asking these these questions the what if questions about multiverse and how things can be altered and changed by just slight shifts in in what you were going to do and based on what you do do um and then the wondering what you if you had gone back and done this instead of that how it would have changed everything from that point on so yeah uh, loki and then just a couple of those episodes were just some of the most on the edge of your seat. And then also visually stunning because we saw a lot more of the galactic side of, oh, Mar- yeah. of Marvel. Um, and then, of course, the actors were top notch on that show. Yeah, I love the Loki. Loki moves up on the list. I, I apologize <laughs> for missing Loki. Um, also, from as- from Tester, he said, I watched Return of the Jedi first tonight and then right after Boba Fett as they're connected. Watched with my mom. She loved it. Boba Fett was amazing. He said, yeah, I loved, loved the Boba Fett. Uh, and then he said, uh, he also did to add to that. Said, unfortunately, they made some huge continuation errors in Boba Fett. For example, the band playing in the bar are the same two, are, are, are the two same guys as on the Jabba, Jabba the Hutt boat that crashes when they escape in Jedi. Um, I noticed that they looked like him. I wasn't certain that they were the exact same people. Uh, it's possible there were survivors, though, wasn't there? Oh, no, I could see that. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, as a creative, I'm like, if that's what they say it is, that's what it is, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> but if, I, if that's true and it's so obvious, I'll have to go, one of the things I'll have to go back and watch. I mean, like, just... maybe all blue elephant guys look a little bit alike to us, but. Like I'm sure they can tell each other apart. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. I never met one. Met met a, a blue elephant uh, dude. Uh, yeah, but I you know would love to meet him. Uh, and I'm sure they're maybe a lot they're of fun. brothers. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It could be. It could be. I mean, I'm sure there's more than one uh, blue elephant musician on that planet. There's got to be. It's a big. It's a big galaxy. 
that has some talent. It's not the only talented, you know, they went to the agency and they found we need a, a blue elephant musician. Bro, if I learn anything from Star Wars, no one's really gone. <laughs> no one's ever really gone. That's what they say. That's what they say. Uh, That's what Luke Skywalker said. I have done seeing the uh, the uh, Emperor, you no, know, Palpy come back. I've seen other people come back. I'm waiting for Mace Windu, you know. I got one more, uh, and this one I have an answer to already. Then the stormtrooper that shouldn't be in the pit with Boba, as there were no troopers around. Then a band, uh, band Boba Fett doesn't make sense as he's around 30 years old and a clone of Django who was, I don't know if I get that last part of that, but the first part I have an answer. The trooper maybe not necessarily from that same um, section of action. The trooper, the stormtrooper, could have been from a previous meal. Yeah. And it's like, I, I know uh, Vader show up on Tatooine to uh, yeah. have meetings uh, with uh, Jabba, like yeah. in canon. Like, uh, you know. yeah. I am not confirming I've read Star Wars comic books, but uh, yeah. 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 So I, I think the, the storm and the stormtrooper was already uh, dead, I think, um, in that. But by the way, how edible are those uh, those people in their armor? <laughs> you're not getting you're not getting to the meat i mean that's isn't that like eating a chicken leg wrapped in metal you're not gonna get <laughs> swallowing, just like swallowing. chicken leg to aluminum foil <laughs> yeah just swallowing it with the aluminum foil on there i mean good grief uh, how appealing could that I'm be i'm sure that sarlacc had indigestion <laughs> The worst. <laughs> By the way, that's going to be a good commercial. The Sarlacc for, for uh, Pepco. Just be pouring like gallons of Pepto down the Sarlacc. <laughs> it could be doing like a big dump in, the, in there. <laughs> oh, man. We got a few more of these. Uh, we showed you this one earlier. Uh, let's see. You got another one here. Oh, Two can be badass, but you'll never be Boba Fett falling into a Sarlacc pit and surviving badass. <laughs> so true. Uh, there's a popularity. Sometimes is not what you say, but what you wear. And, <laughs> well, that was for a long time. I mean, yeah, you could have made that that statement. Uh, but that's a good question. And I'll actually, I want to ask you about that um, with Boba Fett. For years, but now speak of Boba Fett, kind of the polar opposite of hawkeye boba fett having really good branding and getting a lot more love and hype because of really good branding because you could say boba fett not necessarily uh giving a lot of given a lot of great um material in the original trilogy to really elevate his legacy oh yeah there's a lot of mystery to that character yeah but he had the mystery in the suit the costume but the mystery now you start to get more and the more and as you get into the show and we had the prequels that gave us more history of Boba Fett as you take that mystery away and you have more of him without his helmet more of him talking does that somehow damage the mystique of Boba Fett or does that in a way it just kind of changes it but it's still badass I don't know man uh, kind of comparing and contrasting this with the uh, Mandalorian mm -hmm. like uh, Din Djarin like he had the helmet on most of the time so a lot of ways you projected your own feelings and emotions into that, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's like you, you were sure Dan felt like what you were feeling, mm -hmm. you know, 
you love baby Yoda, he loved baby Yoda. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. uh, so it's like, um, I think it's interesting uh, move to have Boba like pull his helmet off, you know, yeah. but then, you know, it's like, whereas I thought the Mandalorian was kind of relatable without it. Yeah. I mean, with it, um, you know, I like how uh, Boba is just trying to be a crime lord of the people, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, he's not trying to, you know, uh, have a still fist. Mm -hmm. Um. Want to see? I'm sure we're gonna get jetpack before the season's over, right? We're gonna see some jetpack. Oh yeah, yeah. Saving, yeah. saving it. Yeah. I um. Well, here's the thing, man. His uh. Okay, I guess so. It's going back to uh, what we call them uh, flashbacks, mm -hmm. because you remember uh, Cobb Vanth uh, mm -hmm. had his yeah yeah his, his armor. armor his yeah. suit yeah. So yeah, I have a feeling flashbacks are going to be a like a a big part of this show. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. We're going to see. Um, there was a comment also about how he they didn't think they had got the continuity with his his physique because in Return of the Jedi is much smaller. And then he, you know, little little dad bod action going on later. Uh, and then but when he goes in the Sarlacc, he's already in that looks like he's already in the dad bod. I don't know. It could be just angles. What do you think? Oh, I don't know, man. Like I heard like when we showed up in the we call it uh, the Mandalorian, everybody's talking about like. Boba Fett got dad bod. Uh -huh. you know? And I'm like, okay, the dude was wearing a robe, you know, it was like, you know, you can't really tell. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know if he got like more jacked, you know, in pre pre prepping for the role or, yeah. or what, but yeah, he definitely uh, looks a lot more fit. But then again, he's not wearing a, uh, a robe under his arm. Yeah. The robe adds some, some um, density to the to the physique yeah and, and the look and everything so yeah so i don't know i think i mean there's a few things you kind of you know just like you know luke skywalker coming showing up in the mandalorian and you'd said i know mark hamill i know mark doesn't look like that anymore but you you kind of suspend you suspend belief a little bit oh yeah oh yeah yeah and you let you know say hey i'm just i'm here for the ride it's a yeah. fun roller coaster ride Tell on me that story yeah yeah i like this i wanted to see Boba Fett getting out of the Sarlacc pit, and we got to see that. That's a you know. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna, I, I get where you're talking about fan service, not liking the term fan service. So that first five minutes of Boba Fett, I won't call it fan service. I'm gonna call it Star Wars porn because that's what the, <laughs> that's what the first that's what the first five minutes of that show was. Before it gets really more into deep into <clears throat> storytelling, like it gets into the the, the building the the universe. Yeah story but at the first five minutes kind of is just star wars porn I oh mean, yeah all, absolutely all, all, all play me some some smooth jazz <laughs> and give me jawas tuscan raiders causing chaos uh jawas stealing the armor uh boba fett trying to fight for his life and survive more than once more than once back to back sarlacc pit stormtroopers dead inside the the uh the mat the the guts of that creature um just yeah i mean i couldn't believe like you know like a stormtrooper had been there maybe they were on patrols maybe they were oh yeah in, you know like the starlock's been there for a while you know yeah like that, uh it looks like an early tk you know yeah uh so <laughs> yeah kind of kind of had that vibe didn't it yeah well, and stormtrooper is not not a hard target. 
bad bad targets themselves, bad aims themselves, but not a hard target. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was yeah, that was a that was a fun little treat too. So like to get a stormtroopers, like oh, I didn't expect to get a storm. But there were storm. You remember New Hope? There were stormtroopers all over that planet. Oh yeah, always. Uh, you know, yeah. It was a police. It was a stormtrooper state. I've heard of police state. It was a it was a trooper state. <laughs> stormtrooper state. It's an empire that. state. Okay. It was an <laughs> empire state for sure. Well, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Ne- is it. We wait. We wait a whole week now. When's the next episode? Is it next Wednesday? No, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be Wednesdays uh, instead of where Mandalorian was a Friday show. This one's going to be Wednesday every week. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I can't remember which one is streaming services. I want to say Netflix normally does Fridays. Yeah. So I think it was Disney plus just trying to get the jump on Netflix. Uh, okay. You know? Yeah. So they, they're using, they're making their new show night uh, Wednesdays now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause for, you know, Mandalorian for the first two seasons, I think we're pretty steady on, on uh, Friday uh, night. Yeah. Fridays. Uh, yeah. Friday nights. Okay. So uh, I got some agree or disagree for you, Jazz One. Oh, I'm on, in. On this 153 episode and season seven. Lucky seven. Let's hope it's a lucky seven. And uh, how it fun talking. It's always fun talking Star Wars. Star oh, yeah. Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Tuskens. <laughs> Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. Oh. <laughs> our uh, our first question, by the way, is going to be a um, Keanu Reeves question. The great Keanu Reeves, who actually yeah. has the Ma- in Matrix Resurrections out uh, Resurrection, not Resurrections. Not <laughs> resurrection. Matrix Four out right now in theaters and also on streaming. We're all ninjas just floating on clouds. Waiting for our ultimate drop kick. <laughs> Wisdom for thank you, Keanu. I didn't expect that. That was a bit of a surprise. I had an agree or disagree question ready, and I didn't know he was going to drop in with some some words of wisdom. And a wise man once told me that as you go through the tunnels of life and through the caravan of your journey, we're all basically fucked in the end. Peace. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Keanu. That was, that was uh, appreciated. I didn't expect that, but... I wish somebody would have told this dude it's a terrible idea to get a Keanu tattoo on your leg because I actually come to life and I take over your body like I'm doing right now. Whoa. All right, dude, let's go get some pizza pronto. Move. Okay. <laughs> Now it's just getting creepy. It started off kind of, kind of neat. Now he's talking on people's leg. Okay, Keanu. All right. No wisdom from Keanu Reeves. Okay, Keanu Reeves said he was asked in an interview recently. He was asked if he had a choice in real life to be either his character Neo. Oh, by the way, did you see the Matrix Four yet? Oh yeah, definitely. Were you? Uh, I know this was a very divisive movie. People were either really loved it or they hated it. Or you just tell me. Were you uh, love it or hate it? Or are you still processing it? Um, you know, I enjoyed it. You know, like it's not the best Matrix, sure. but uh, I really enjoy like uh, like meta, like humor, yeah. like yeah. meta yeah. shows, and uh, I really appreciate appreciated like the whole meta ness mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I liked how it was like talking shit about Warner Brothers. 
mm. in a Warner Brothers movie. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I don't know, the worst thing I can say was a little bit uneven. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of felt like it was kind of two different movies at times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was, uh, thought it was good. You know, it's like, sometimes it's like Chinese democracy, man. You know, it's like that Guns N' Roses album. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can anticipate something for so long. Nothing lives up to, you know, mm. it's expectations. You know, it's the Phantom Menace. You know, it's mm -hmm. Dre's Detox. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like sometimes, you know, it, I don't know, it can be good, but you have, your expectations are here. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just hard to meet everybody's expectations. Like, yeah. I, en I enjoyed it. You know, like, I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah. I didn't go to the theater for it. Right. So, I enjoyed that I could see something, you know, this level. Yeah. On my couch, on my yeah. TV, streaming, and I'm mm -hmm. good. But uh, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much if I went to the theater. Okay. Yeah, if you'd paid the 12 or 15, <laughs> depending on what time you go. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, by the way, Regal now does like a discount day on all their movies. I think it's on Tuesday. Oh, shit. It's super, like, cheap four or five dollars for any movie anytime of all day new releases oh, too. yeah they do something crazy like that okay so uh if ken was asked about which character if he had choice to be in real life neo or john wick he finally after kind of waffling back and forth said neo from matrix do you agree or disagree that do you agree or disagree that that's the right choice that he made the right choice yeah you know uh yeah i, I would agree yeah, definitely. You know, it's like I, uh, well, Wick is an awesome character. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like Neo is kind of like one of those, I don't want to say uh, messianic characters, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, everything from like Luke Skywalker to Harry Potter to, you know, any of the, the one characters. Mm -hmm. And I did like how they kind of de-emphasized the one, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, I don't know, the whole thing with, we call it, um, free will. Yeah. And just, uh, you know, some of the sentient machines kind of, I don't know, the whole thing with machines going to war with machines over resources. Yeah. I'm like, that's a little bit real, you know. Yeah. Of course, then again, I have, uh, I have uh, hesitancy about Roombas. <laughs> They're kind of creepy, aren't they? Okay, here's my thing, man. You know, it's like in the Star Wars universe, yeah. robots, if you don't clear their minds, they get more and more sentient, right? Mm -hmm. Look at R2 and C3PO. They mm -hmm. have full-on developed personalities. L3, you know, uh, you know all these ro you know, great robots in Star Wars. But yeah. they have to clear their uh, memory to keep them from being more sentient. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. So a friend of mine has a Roomba. Who yeah. Uh, they have a carpet that has like a, some big black polka dots on it. The mm -hmm. Roomba won't go over those polka dots because it thinks it's a hole. And I'm Ooh. like, that is some sentience. That Roomba doesn't want to fall down a hole. It doesn't want to be harmed or die. Yeah. Like at some level that's sentience. Okay. So say if I have a Roomba and I am like, 
man, I have some cookies, I, some crackers. I'm a, there's a few more crumbs more than normal. Mm-hmm. You know, does my Roomba feel like it's living out its purpose? And, you know, I'm here to clean. I am cleaning. I, I, this is why I'm, I'm a Roomba and this is why I'm here. Or does that Roomba start, you know, like hating you? You know, like that motherfucker's like, you know, like, why is, why is he causing more crumbs? Like, I don't feel like doing this today, you know? And it's just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think um, at some point machines, you know, like the whole singularity, you know, like some, at some points machines will get more sentient. And uh, yeah, I I think the uh, matrix five will all be about Roombas. We're <laughs> you heard it here, folks. We predicted some things in the past. <laughs> Matrix four, Matrix five is the rise of the rise of the Roombas. Rise of the Roombas. <laughs> coming. Well, you know, uh, yeah. So you basically are saying, get ready because Terminator is going to happen in real life. A bat- oh, the war exactly. The, the war of the machines is coming. I mean, I, I thought that part was interesting. I mean, there's some mm-hmm. things I liked about the new Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought that was interesting, like basically the machines going to war, mm-hmm. you know, and these sentient machines kind of, you know, partnering up with the humans. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. Here's another uh, from a Facebook user, Righteous, ending the year on a high note with Thunder Pop. Can't wait to see what Presley and Jazzy have up for us in 2022. Thank you so much. Happy New Year <laughs> to you. 22. Like that number. Tester finally went to bed. He says, I got to go, guys. It's 3.45 a.m. and it's going to be a long day tomorrow. Don't forget to rewind movies and shows on Plex when you're done watching. <laughs> uh, thank you. We will, we will make, sure to, make sure to do that. A little, little plug there for for the Plex app um, that t- Tester uh, has a little bit to do with. Okay, number two on Agree or Disagree uh, for you, No Way Home. Did you like the No Way Home jazz one? Man, I really enjoyed No Way Home. I mm-hmm. uh, I have to say it's probably my second favorite Spider-Man movie. It's um, like, entertaining. Yeah, like to me, it was like, okay, I missed the Spider-Verse movie when it hit theaters. I was like, it's animated. I can wait. And then I saw it and I'm like, why did I miss this? And uh, I mean, it's visually stunning. The story was good. The humor was mm-hmm. good. Like it was really good. And I had like super low expectations and it blew my expectations out of the water. Right. Oh, yeah. And this one, I went into no way home thinking, okay, this is going to be great. And it was great. You know, yeah. So, uh, yeah, to me, it's like one and two. It was funny how similar they are where they have like the multiple yeah. Spider-Men. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah, absolutely. It's almost like uh, the Spider-Verse might have been a, a test run to see if that would go good with audiences. And it, it did go really well. And they're like, OK, we're going to do it live action. So, yeah, I really liked how they uh, set it up, you know, with, you know, so I guess Spider-Man could go back to Sony. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and kind of reset it out of outside of the uh, Marvel mm-hmm. universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to where it makes sense and, and ties together and everything. Uh, there have been people online proposing that No Way Home deserve an Oscar. 
do you agree or disagree that no way Holmes deserves an Oscar? And I think the reason is, is because of some of the deep stuff they get into with the villains and how they handle the villains. And that, Oh movie. yeah. A little like, differently. I, yeah. I had no idea. That's what that was going to be about, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, that mean, what's that main actor, the one that played Spider-Man? What's his name? Tom, uh, Tom Hardy. Uh, no, Tom, uh, Holland? Tom, Tom Holland. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Man, he killed it. Like, yeah, that was like some oh. solid acting. Emotional you know, like, performance. You felt that, you know? Yeah. You can really see how he's come along as an actor over these three movies. And that movie was this movie. This story asked the most of him emotionally, and he really brought it. And was it was a great performance. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I typically uh, superhero fantasy movies don't fare well for Oscar nominations. There have been some exceptions to the rule. Uh, you know, Logan got a lot of critical acclaim uh, years back and did get accolades and and and, no, and noticed in some categories. Um, and then Mad Max, um, the most recent Mad Max movie, also coming from you know fantasy genre. Oh yeah. Uh, guess you could say also getting a nod for a uh, nominated for an Academy award. So it's not impossible in 2021, especially if it's, oh, I, I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree, man. Like I think the whole genre is kind of growing. Uh, yeah. Know? I mean, it's, it's something that, you know, I don't know, man. It's like the stories that we kind of grew up on. We know the mm -hmm. characters, you know, like I've, I've used, you know, kind of like Greek gods, you know, mm -hmm. as an example before, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I think people now are doing the same thing we, we did, you know, in ancient times. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, so the Greeks put on theater and told stories of their gods, mm -hmm. you know. And it's just like, you know, look a lot of superhero stuff. Those are just like minor G god, you know, like lower G gods. Mm -hmm. You know, it's doing the same. It's telling somewhat of the same stories. That I think it's just like ingrained in us as humans you know probably yeah. it's like some Jungian level you know mm -hmm. that uh this is just something that we kind of do you know um i mean i i could see like man the first superhero movie i remember ever seeing was like the old superman right mm -hmm. and to tell me it's going from like that which when i was five that was my jam sure, yeah. to being like a grown-ass middle-aged guy and i'm like you know Man, this this has like depth to it. This yeah. has like feels, you know. Mm -hmm. There's like stuff I can relate to in this. They've elevated the genre with a more oh, deeper, yeah. deeper, richer storytelling, and and uh, for sci-fi also, not just in the superhero genre and sci-fi as well. I can see, I can see Dune getting a getting nominated. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Villanueva's Dune. Uh, I don't think it's impossible for No Way Home, but I would it will still be a, a a little surprise for me. Um, I think some of the other stuff in this movie, other categories, it could definitely get a nod for. Um, and I think some performances in Dune also will probably get nominated for acting performances. Like I could see Oscar Isaac getting best supporting actor, the lead actor getting best actor. Uh, so I think at least a couple of actor nominations for Dune, maybe the movie, but no way home could certainly just for surprise. <coughs> it depends on how the, how the other, uh, what, how thick the competition is. And I, I think at least for theatrical releases, it was another light year. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was definitely some stuff on streaming that was probably be eligible because they changed the rules after the pandemic. And I don't know if those rules have been shifted back. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. 
Okay, uh, I had one more. I'll just gonna throw it at you really quickly. Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune. Uh, he had a uh, his 40th anniversary uh, as the host of Wheel of Fortune. Good grief! And uh, did you ever watch that? Did you have like a um, like a like some kind of uh, maybe your parents or grandparents that watch Wheel of Fortune and you were kind of would have oh, to yeah, get pulled absolutely. into it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was a grandma's. I know grandma's what like my grandma watched the wheel. Of heck out oh, of yeah. Yeah. So Pat Sajak has 40th anniversary of host. The, the day his of his 40th anniversary the show aired new episode, but no mention of his 40th anniversary. So people on Twitter were up in arms that they didn't acknowledge it. Even he did. He did do something on Twitter. Yeah. But nothing on the show. Some people argued, well, they taped those months in advance. And but I think you can do something and plan. Yeah, it. you can count it. Yeah, and like you could have had like that one labeled as like the fortieth, you know, yeah, fortieth year, yep, no anniversary. Yeah, I mean, totally. even if they roll a cake out at the end. But anyway, people thought it was a big misfire. So you agree with that? You oh yeah, one hundred. Yeah. yeah, big misfire. Plus, it would get ratings. You can promote that for a couple of weeks. You're going to get your big, a big, or bigger audience that day. So something's off oh, yeah. there. Something's off there. Okay, agreed uh, for our thoughts and advice. Jazz One's got some words in our next to last day of 2021. Oh, yeah. Man, it's almost 2022. You know, man, I look back the last few years, man, 2019, you know, my my life mirrored LSU's football season, man. Like, LSU 2019, they were winning every games. Like, everything was turning up jazzy, winning all the awards. Like, everything was going good, right? <clears throat> And then here comes, you know, 2020. And uh, it's like LSU was like 500. You know, shortened season, five wins, five losses. Mm -hmm. You know, won some games you probably shouldn't have. You know, wasn't expected. But you got out at like 500. And then 2021, you have hopes. We're, we're going to right the ship. But 2021 really wasn't that much better, you know. Mm -hmm. But – you know, it's like now LSU has a new coach. Yeah. You know, uh, things are looking hopeful again. You know, there are some changes being made. And uh, uh, and that's like I'm hoping, you know, that kind of reflects against my uh, 2022. Like, uh, hopefully I have a good 2022 season. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I don't know, man. It's like in so many ways I feel like the uh, pandemic time has been like a palate cleanser, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I mentioned before, we were talking like getting out of, out of survival mode yeah. and kind of going more into like, what am I here to do, you know, mm. and then working on some projects. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, it, it, it's time, man. It's time for some wins. It's, it's time to have like another winning season, you know, yeah. like 2022 may not be another championship year but we're going to go to a good bowl, you know, this time next year, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about some amazing thing that, that happened this year, you know, and the other thing is don't. Okay. I know 2022 sounds like 2022. Yeah. Don't put bad juju. Don't put bad energy. No. In 2022, you know, don't say 2022 is going to be like a repeat of 2020, you know, no. Like, put good energy into it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I could rant on forever. <laughs> well, 
I, 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 it wish you a happy new year jazz. And I'm with you. Let's not like automatically go to that, that vibe, you know, that, that headspace. So let's think of, Oh, you know, uh, 22, 22 could be also kind of cool. Oh yeah. You know, like what's that thing that you've dreamed of? You know, like mm -hmm. what's that goal that you've had? You know, mm -hmm. what can you do in this next 365 days that can get you a little closer to a goal that you have? Mm -hmm. You know, like what, what can get you a little closer to a dream, you know? Yeah. I'm going to poach a little bit to tag, tackle, tack on to what you said. Uh, I just filmed my clients, uh, Instagram live yeah. um, that they did earlier and they, they had a really good take, um, about a new new year's resolutions and people make goals. And sometimes they make such a huge goal. And then a, a couple of months in that it's not, they're not on track and they get they kind of lose complete course of what they were yeah. originally said micro goals set micro goals uh that are manageable and that can expand and multiply by getting to your micro goals example oh, yeah. example is like oh i'm gonna walk every day an hour every day it's a lot you know well what if you just said i'm gonna walk every week once a week i'm gonna walk once a week 30 minutes and how that calculates over the year so same thing I'm going to do this. If you micro goal it down and say, I'm going to do this instead, it's a smaller version of it. It multiplies over the year. It oh, expands. Yeah. So, so that's my two cents to add on to that for people and in, in going into next year is micro goals. And I, I poach that, but it's, it's good stuff. So I'll take it and use it. Bruh. And I, for the six more weeks, I have Boba Fett on every Wednesday. To get us through that blizzard <laughs> in Austin. I hope no more snowpocalypse, bro. Oh, God. God, we don't need it. Well, you know, uh, and that, that uh, we, we joked about the show. One more thing. We joked about the show on Fox that's set in Austin. Is it, was it nine, is it Rescue 9 the show with Rob Lowe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Rescue Lone Star 911. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Lone Star, Lone Star 911, I think it's called. It's on Fox with Rob Lowe, and it's, uh, it's set in Austin. And it's the fire department in Austin is supposed to be the premise, but there's there's some there's some things in there you have to suspend belief on if you live in Austin. <laughs> like the <laughs> desert around Austin. <laughs> oh, there's a they have a desert. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the previews for the season premiere that's coming up in January, but you they know. have a whole blizzard episode. Oh goodness. Uh have you seen that knockoff of uh, Real World Austin on uh, Netflix? I've seen a little clip. I haven't watched it, but I saw it existed, yeah. Okay, it's in Austin. Not, it's Austin, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's just real world Austin without MTV. Like, I want to hate it, but uh, several friends worked on it. <laughs> you know, uh, like, yeah. you know, I yeah. know it's like they got paychecks out of this, so I can't yeah. hate it too much. Can't, but I'm yeah. just like, I just had bad memories from uh, real world Austin. Like, I'm not a violent mm -hmm. person, but I just wanted to line all of them up and just like, get, go, <laughs> get yeah. out of the town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was uh, the, a bad look there. <laughs> I remember that show. Um, yeah, it was like every episode was them going to 6th Street, basically, and getting drunk and getting into, like, brawls. And everybody, yeah. cause, because they was always in on 6th Street, it looked like the whole Austin vibe was, like, fraternities and and club people that clubbed on 6th Street. So, yeah, it was, yeah. It was bad. You know, there's some good stuff to be done on 6th Street. You know, it, it's mm -hmm. definitely a tourist area. No, yeah, yeah. But there's so much more to this town. There's so much. That's the thing. Yeah, there's so much know. more. 
and they didn't get that they didn't get that all that you know the whole scope of what austin is which is a lot of the things um yeah so anyway there's a nine one they're they're doing a blizzard show and i'm like are they really going to do it and they have him on like ice so of course they're it's tele television ramped up and there's a whole like floor of ice that K he's standing on and it caves in and then he's like falling into the frozen water. And it's, so it's like, I mean, it's, it's is it going to be the Austin blizzard? I would assume, but it looks more like it's in the North pole. <laughs> Snowpocalypse. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh, how dare they do that episode? Do that. Like, like that's exploitation. That's Austin ploitation there. Not happy. Anyway, well, I'm going to riff it. I'm going to riff it. If they do it, I'm going to have to riff on it. We'll have to come back and, and riff on it. Hell yeah. All right, man. You have a good uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and bowl gaming. And uh, it'll Good-tires. be a great, great 20. <laughs> hopefully um, excellent 2022 and a start to 2022. It's been a while. You deserve it. Uh, you it's, know, it's, I'm, it's like what was uh, happening last time? Uh, the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. Oh gosh, this is uh like four, four non blondes uh, <laughs> was, was the top of the, the top of the charts. <laughs> Flannel, stovepipe jeans. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, y'all are finally due. You know, we're due. It's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's been a painful year, and I, I'll stand by what I said. Close it out. If the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl, I am painting. I'm doing body paint. And I'm going to run through the streets in body paint, <laughs> screaming like a, a little girl at like a young girl at a, at a boy band con- at a Bieber concert. <laughs> or what's that new, the boy band, the new, the one that everybody's oh, into now. BTS. I'm like a, a, a 13 year old girl at a BTS concert. I'll be screaming. <laughs> and I'll be... Anyway. Don't die. Losing my voice. We're we're done. On that note, we're done. I didn't bring any water up here. Jazz one. Have a great one. Everybody out there, have a great new year. Have a great day. Our second millisecond. We'll see you next week for the very belated year in review. Good night. Closing it out. Thunder Pop is a Hit the Bricks production.